Hey there, welcome to Not Your Ordinary Girl, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. So today we're going to be talking about some ways to battle the job search blues. So many folks out there looking for jobs and it is such a long and arduous process of emotional ups and downs and stress and and interviews and getting excited and then getting let down. It's really a taxing process and because the further you get in your career, the longer it takes to find the right position. We're talking about two, three, six, eight months, sometimes longer than that, to really find the right position. And it really can take a toll emotionally on us, our families, our friends, our loved ones, all of that as they're going through that journey with us while we look to find the right job. So I wanted to talk a little bit today about a few ways that you can kind of combat those those stressors and emotions and even sometimes depression about the timing that it takes to find the right job. Many of us, you know, we, we look to find the right job and you send out a whole bunch of resumes and then maybe you don't get any phone calls or maybe you get a few and then you go for some interviews but then you never hear anything given the way that companies are hiring now and it being so automated through the computer and emailing and websites, it's very impersonal, which means that often we don't even have a chance to talk to anybody through some of the processes. You know, even if you get an email saying, sorry, you didn't make it, that's not even guaranteed anymore. Sometimes you just never hear. So you have no closure and no, no feeling of understanding why you didn't get an opportunity to at least interview or you didn't do well or didn't pass the interview. What are the, what is the feedback? So it's just often left open-ended after we go through each of these processes. So the first thing about looking for a job, and we've talked about this on other episodes, is the fact that the more opportunities you put yourself in front of, the better your chances are. If you are just applying to one or two a week, that's really going to lengthen the process for you. But at the same time, as you're cranking out these resumes and applying night after night after night, that can really take a toll as well. So the first thing that I would suggest is take a break. Take a weekend off. If you're already working full-time, weekends is probably the time that you're really dedicating to searching for jobs, applying to jobs, tweaking your resume, that type of thing. But give yourself maybe one weekend off a month and just don't check your email. Friday night, 5 o'clock, turn off the computer. Don't check your email. Don't look for jobs. Take a break. Spend time with friends or family, go do something that you enjoy, but don't check your email all weekend. Maybe give yourself until Sunday night. If it is a potential for an interview that you've gotten an email, even if you got it at five o'clock on Friday, you are not going to shortchange yourself out of that interview if you do not respond until 8 a.m. on Monday. So there's no reason not to take a little bit of time off and just decompress. 
think about something completely different than the job process. Kind of put that out of your mind and take that time off. Like I said, even if you do it once a month, that still gives you three full weekends to really dedicate to your job search, which you'll need to find the job that you want. But it's still okay to take a little time because if you are not at your best when you're doing it and you're stressed out and you're checking your email every five minutes, worried about whether or not you're getting responses, that's really not very productive either. You're going to be very stressed when you're drafting your emails, drafting your cover letter, tweaking your resume, whatever it is that you're you're going at. And it will really work in your favor to have a fresh mind and a clear head and a little bit of confidence. The next suggestion I have is to create a schedule and stick to it. Take a look at your calendar and figure out over the course of, say, give yourself six months. If it's shorter than that, great. If it's longer than that, we'll work with it. But give yourself six months, take a look at your calendar, and figure out realistically how much time you can devote to looking for a job. If it's going to be largely on weekends, then set aside a good chunk of time, Saturday mornings, Sunday mornings, Friday night, whenever you're at your best to really Focus on what it is you're doing and looking for a new position or a new career, whatever it may be. But set yourself a schedule and stick to it and build in that time for taking a break. Because if you're you're keeping yourself kind of on task and, and telling yourself that you're going to apply to 10 positions a week, uh, with every fourth week, you're taking the weekend off. Maybe the following week, you want to add five to that first week of the month. You know, maybe that week, you always do 15 applications, and then you do 10 and 10, and then take the week off. Whatever works for you. But create a schedule, create some notes, keep track of what you're doing, put it in your calendar and your planner and a notebook, wherever it is that you keep your notes, and really stick to your schedule. Because if you are tracking your progress and you're seeing what you're doing and you're holding yourself accountable and you're also managing your time so that you're not overdoing it, you're not getting totally burnt out and allowing yourself time to do what you need to do, that'll take some of the stress out of the process. It doesn't mean that you're not going to get down when you don't get the call for the interview or you've done the interview and you don't get the offer for the job, whatever it may be. But at least you will be able to look at your calendar and say, you know what, I need to cut myself some slack. I've sent out this many resumes. I've gotten this many calls. I'm doing the best I can. It's okay to take an evening off and and kind of regroup, rethink about my process and, and where I'm applying and who I'm applying with and how I'm doing it. Take another look at your resume, whatever it may be. But if you're sticking to a schedule that kind of gives you a little bit more structure to how your your strategy is going. And it also holds yourself accountable, which you should be proud of. The next suggestion would be to change your approach. So now you've created your schedule and you're sticking to it. Perhaps you've only been applying to positions on Indeed or on Google Jobs or LinkedIn, wherever it may be. Perhaps you haven't looked at individual companies and applied directly towards there. Perhaps you really haven't worked through your professional network and worked that way. Perhaps there's an avenue of your career search strategy that you haven't really leveraged yet, and that could be why you are delayed in finding the position that you want or experiencing some delays or frustration. So maybe change your strategy up. You've got your schedule, still stick to your schedule. If it needs to be tweaked, 
based on how life is going or the time of year, perhaps holidays are around or vacations or whatever it may be, certainly adjust with that. But change your approach up a little bit with how you're applying to positions. Maybe you want to tweak your resume a little bit. Maybe you want to change the format of it or change your cover letter a little bit, however it may be. Sometimes that can kind of shake things out because job searching like anything else can become very stagnant. Think about it if you go to work out at the gym. If you did the exact same workout every single day, you may be in pretty good shape, but how boring would that be that you're doing the exact same thing every single day? I'm sure there are some folks out there that are okay with that, but I would argue that probably a lot more of us need a little bit of variety. It gives you a little bit more energy, a little bit more pep, and it's going to give you a little more comfort and confidence because you're changing things up a little bit, trying something different, which offers you a little glimmer of hope that, ooh, if I change this just a little bit, maybe that's the thing that's been lacking. This could be the next thing that pushes me over the edge for the next interview. It may, it may not, but play with your strategy a little bit. See what works. The next thing is finding an outlet for your anxiety. Again, because looking for a job, especially when you really, really hate your position that you're in now, or you're in a position either financially or uh, functionally that you have to find a job in a certain amount of time, that places a huge amount of weight on your shoulders. A lot of anxiety. Maybe you have family depending on you. You have commitments, financial, whatever they may be. When you're in a position where you really have to find a new position, that creates a lot of stress. And we need to find ways to deal with that stress as human beings. We can only take so much stress before it really starts affecting us negatively, either emotionally or physically with our relationships, our friends, our family, our kids, our pets, whatever it is. So look to find ways Even if you're in a situation where money's tight because you're out of work or, you know, you're looking for a position because life circumstances have changed and you need to make more money. I understand that sometimes there's not a whole lot of expendable income there that you can use for other things, but there are tons of ways that you can find outlets for your anxiety that are free. Take the dog for an extra walk every day just to clear your head, get some fresh air, listen to some music. Take a nap on a weekend in the afternoon for an hour. Do some yard work. Spend some time with your friends or family. Do some kind of exercise. YouTube and the internet are such a a wealth of free things on there that you can use to distract yourself from the stress that's going on. You could learn something new. Go on YouTube and Google something you've always wanted to learn. Learn how to cook something new or learn a new exercise or learn a new hobby or a craft something along those lines. Do Legos with your kids, right? Anything to kind of give yourself a distraction from everything that's going on. You know you still need to get a job and that's going to be weighing in the back of your mind. And I I understand that it's so hard to escape from that. But at the same time, look to find things that will provide you small moments of a break from all of that. And even if taking your dog for a walk and you only get 20 minutes a day where you can just really turn your brain off and not think about this weight that you're dealing with, that's 20 minutes more than you have now. And it is a break. And the more you do it, 
the more easy it will become to continue to do it. Maybe you do some yoga or meditation or whatever it is you like, but find ways to give yourself just a little bit of a break from all of the stress of the job search. The last thing that I'll suggest is take a look at your strategy and what you're doing. Are you really struggling in one area or another? Are you struggling with your networking? Are you struggling with your interviewing? Are you struggling because you are not real confident in your resume? Does it have to do with your personal branding and how you're coming across and communicating during an interview? What is it about your strategy that you have concerns about? And really take a look at it and determine if that's something that you might want to get help with. Find a coach, find a mentor, find a friend, find an, a colleague. It doesn't have to be someone you pay for. It could be someone that you know in your network that you could ask for some assistance. You could hire a career coach. You could hire somebody to redo your resume. You could go online and do some uh, research on how to do these things for free for yourself. There are a lot of resources out there, both free and paid, that will help you really maximize every element of your personal professional package that you are putting forth to all of these organizations. And if you are applying to jobs and applying to jobs and getting very similar feedback repeatedly, then there may be a, a challenge somewhere along the lines of your strategy that needs to be reviewed. And talk to a friend Talk to someone that you know from work or someone that you, you know is either does interviews at their organization or works in HR or something along those lines. Perhaps they're just more senior than you are and has more experience with this type of thing. Talk to them and explain to them your process. Explain to them. Show them your resume. Talk to them a little bit about your interviews and what you're hearing. Talk to them a little bit about what you're wearing to your interviews, how you're carrying yourself. If there's any kind of disconnect there, do you feel like people are resonating with what it is you're saying? Do you feel like they're giving you enough time to provide the answers? Do you feel like you can't formulate your thoughts and perhaps you need to work on, on that portion of it? Perhaps you feel like you really nailed the resume, but you get into the interview and you struggle. Perhaps you feel that if you could only get past the resume portion, you know that you would do great at an interview. And maybe that means that there's there's something going on with your resume. Perhaps it has to do with the positions that you're interviewing for or that you're applying to. Do they match up with what's in your resume and what's on your LinkedIn and what your background is really saying? Does your personal brand demonstrate that you are a viable candidate for those positions? So these are just a lot of different ways that having an outside opinion, be it from a coach or a friend or a colleague, can really help clarify so that you can hone in on your job search strategy and really bring your A game, if you will, and can not always shorten the process of finding a new job, but it could make it a little bit more streamlined and at least a little bit more productive. So you'll be able to see a trend of this is an area that I'm struggling with. We'll attack that area. We will maximize the efforts that you're putting there and fix the things that are challenging there. And then suddenly you may see changes in the way that people are responding to your resume or your interviewing, those types of things, as well as networking. You know, networking is one of those things that even for us introverts, it's so critical during the interview and job search process because you never know 
when it is that that person that you're talking to at a happy hour or at a work meeting or at a conference or online is going to be that person that you really need to leverage just for some name recognition. A lot of times the folks that we network with, it's not even about them knowing of a position for you to apply for, but sometimes it's just about them giving credibility to you. They may work for somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody at the organization that you're applying to, and you can reach out to them and say, hey, could you just have them say, I know this person and they're, they're reputable, they're a good worker, they're a great engineer, they're a, a brilliant scientist, whatever it may be. Sometimes it's just a matter of providing validation of who you are. A lot of times, even on LinkedIn, people that see that they know somebody that is in your first level with their first level, that in and of itself can provide validation because, hey, I know this colleague and they're on the first level of connection with this person. So I know this is a good business person. They would not make friends with somebody that was shady. Therefore, that must give them credibility. You never know where it's going to come in. So again, this is also another thing that you can work on with a coach or a friend or a colleague to make sure that you're really maximizing all of your networking capabilities. The job search process is not a fun one and not for the faint of heart. It is grueling. It is frustrating. It is time consuming. But at the end of the day, If you really take your time and dedicate as much effort as you can to it and really put a lot of effort in, spend a lot of time on your resume, spend a lot of time researching jobs and companies, really apply to as many different positions as you can to give yourself all of those raffle tickets in the bowl, you will greatly increase your chances of finding not only the opportunity to have lots of interviews, but of finding a position that you really can be happy and proud of. And the more opportunities you try to go after, the more choices you may have. Because if you've applied to 100 jobs, that is added all of those raffle tickets to your bowl and you have all those opportunities for follow-up, for interviews, for phone interviews, for job offers, whatever it may be. And that really puts yourself in a position where then you are calling the shots as opposed to applying for one position here, one position there, and really crossing your fingers that one of them is going to work out even though you're applying to very little. You have to be aggressive, but be mindful that as it is a very stressful process, make sure to take some time for yourself and, and use some of these ways. Some of them may not apply to you. All of them may apply to you, one or two of them, whatever works. And if there's other things out there, do those. But make sure that you're giving yourself some time off and some ways to combat the stress and the frustration because eventually you are going to get called for an interview and eventually you are going to get a job offer and then you're going to have to start a new job. And do you really want to start fresh with a brand new job, brand new office, brand new cubicle, brand new offer, whatever it may be, all stressed out and frazzled because you're so physically and emotionally exhausted by the process that has brought you there that you really spend the first month of your new job not enjoying and soaking in and being excited and dazzling those folks that you're now working for because you're so physically exhausted from the whole process of getting to that. So 
help yourself get yourself on a track so that when you do get that opportunity, you can really go in and crush it your first month. I wish you all the best in your job hunting. Have a great day. All right, so thanks for tuning in to Not Your Ordinary Girl. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to notyourordinarygirl.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or feedback, and please go ahead and recommend them to your friends. Until next time, remember to always stand up and be confident, stand by all that you do and say with integrity, and stand out, because after all, there's only one you.